huge news, years in the making, my brand new book that my publishers refuse to publish, Money Matrix. Beat the money system and build generational wealth. Understand the three main ways that the banks productize you and make money from you. You'll be able to turn that system against itself, build generational wealth and multiple streams of recurring income. It's all at moneymatrix.cash. And if you're quick, the first few hundred registrants and buyers will receive many special bonuses from me. The brand new Moneymaker Summit three-day special event. Meet me at a champagne reception. Meet me at a multi-millionaire networking dinner. Go now, moneymatrix.cash. This is huge. Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means taking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob here. How to spot and take advantage of trends. I've got 10 uh, points to go through and then nine resources that you can use online engines to spot and take advantage of trends. If you can take advantage of trends at the right time, are you not too early? Sometimes the early adopters get into something that's unproven too early. Uh, and being you can be too early and therefore miss the growth in the market. Um, and of course, if you get into a mature market and you're too late, you can have missed all of the upside. So if you think of like a, a curve, you don't want to be right in at the start. As things start to accelerate upwards and you get this sort of exponential trajectory, you want to get in at the start of that exponent, exponential curve and before it maybe sort of plateaus into maturity. Now, I missed the big YouTube trend. I missed the big Instagram trend. I got late into even things like email. Uh, and whilst those things are still useful and relevant now, um, you know, they're, they're more mature. And, you, you know, when you, when you get into that point of exponential growth, like maybe podcasting, for example, um, that's when you get the most leverage. So here are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten things you can do to be, get better at spotting and leveraging trends. It's a skill you can develop. And then, like I said, I've got about eight or nine resources. So the first thing is having a natural curiosity will really help you spot trends you know, uh, listening rather than speaking. Whenever you get the opportunity to meet someone successful, a celebrity, a business person, um, asking them questions, listening, being engaged, being curious to go deep. Why, 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 why? Uh, the five why strategy, if you've ever read up on that. Um, that will, you will learn what's on everyone's lips, what's getting everybody excited, what's about to explode because you never heard of this a year ago and now a lot of people are talking about it but it's still not out to the masses. So natural curiosity. Second is a desire to solve problems. Sometimes a trend is just a great solution to an ongoing problem or a new solution, a faster, easier, better solution, a cheaper solution. So sometimes looking at sticking points and problems and things that still don't seem to work and trying to fix them, I think, is, is, is a great way uh, to spot trends. The third thing is listening to and being engaged in online communities and forums or fora. Uh, and, you know, where people gather in your niche, in your industry, in your passion and your profession, get engaged with them. Sometimes people say to me, Rob, why do you spend so much time on social media? Why do you reply to every post? 
And some people think it's because I'm addicted to social media, correct? Some people think it's because I'm bored, because I've got no real work to do, because you know, I don't need to work anymore, correct? Uh, but it's also because I want to know what keeps people up at night, what their big problems are. I want to know what they're all talking about, where they go, what they read, um, you know, what hits their buttons, what their pains and pleasures are. Um, so I can look to solve those problems or, or create products and services that I know they'll want. Uh, the fourth thing, and I sort of mentioned this at the start in, in trending, um, is jumping in early, but not too early. So let those really early adopters test it first. Let them be your crash test dummy, because if you put all your time, money, resource and even raise finance um, you know, from other people to go into this really amazing new idea that's going to change the world. Um, you know, if you got into 3D printing 10 years ago, you could argue that's too early. If you got into the sort of the subcutaneous skin microchips and the biohacking 10 years ago, even though that was when it was around, you could argue that's too early. You don't want to have done the first 3D printer. Um, Kodak invented the digital photography. Um, but, you know, of course, there's a, a, you know, a bad end to that story for them. But you don't want to be the first. You want someone else to have tested it all and then jump in at sort of the next phase. Okay, the fifth thing then is to use various online tools. Now, I'll give some, you some of them now and I'll give you another eight at the end that I've researched. So just things like what's trending on Facebook. Now, I know they're going to change that function in the future. Um, you can find out what's trending on Google through Google Trends. Um, you can find out what's trending on Twitter with Twitter Trends. Um, so just search what's trending, what's going viral, what's everyone talking about. Um, because, you know, products and services and, they, you know, you, you, you could have services that are membership sites or information marketing, um, you know, uh, sort of knowledge based products, membership sites, continuity programs. It doesn't necessarily have to be tech or physical um, products that you create. It could be online or ethereal uh, products, intangible products. OK, one, two, three, four, five, six, then is. When you go into a market and you're looking to leverage a trend, don't go all in. Create a minimum viable product. Create something a little bit raw, but it's ready. You know, I have a, um, a book coming out very soon called Start Now, Get Perfect Later. Uh, and what you don't want to do is put a shit product out there to a lot of people because that's just bad business practice. I don't want people to misunderstand what an MVP is. An MVP is a good enough product which is priced accordingly or even given free for early adopters to test for you to give you feedback to improve because a lot of people go all in and this is the next best thing and it's going to change the world and they put all their time money and effort and other people's money into it only to realize it didn't work now if you're an e-commerce retailer this is especially important for you um you know you when it when are the next ed hardy hats or the fidget spinners you know you want to work that out but if you went and bought a million fidget spinners before you knew that was a thing you know you've just got a load of wasted stock so you want to think about it like that and always test it first and then when you can start to see the growth just iteratively improve your products and service and go to more people and launch it wider um, to just risk that massive crash you know sometimes the, the advice of all in and no plan b is, is not always that good um, but that being said, and this is paradoxical to the last point, is you've got to decide and act fast. Um, and so, you know, get a minimum viable product, get it out there, launch it quick, launch it fast, give people a discount for something being a bit rough around the edges, get their feedback fast, 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 fast. Um, you know, you can, you can spend time perfecting your product and service when you know there's a big market or, you know, when you're a bit overwhelmed and you have a lot of customer service, then you can start fixing things. You do have to move quickly with trends because you can miss them very quickly. 
Okay, next then, you've got to have a general interest in your business, in your product, in your passion, in your profession. I know a lot of people that are just trying to spot trends and, and sell and market stuff just because it's popular without having a real interest in it. Now, um, paradoxically, you can have a real interest in business and e-commerce and therefore sell any product or service because you've got a, an interest in business and e-commerce. So that's okay. But I wouldn't recommend just selling stuff because it's hot uh, if you don't really like it or you're not engaged in it and with it. Next then, number nine, is studying history and past trends. You will see how things explode. You will see common threads in history and what gets people excited and what gets people sharing things, referring to their friends, what gets them going wild, whether it's scarcity, whether it's social proof of celebrities uh, having it or endorsing it, how long the trend lasts, when it burns out, how to spot when it burns out so you don't go and buy your biggest stock holding when it's about to burn out. Uh, and I never used to be a fan of history, but I found in business and, you know, with trends, spotting previous trends and history and heritage, um, you know, will help you with the future. Um, I've just uh, bought a classic car. Um, I don't know if you actually I won't move that because I won't be able to put it back on the dashboard. But I just bought a Ferrari Testarossa and I've studied uh, a lot of the Ferraris and they tend to make a uh, not a standard model, but they tend to make one of about 5000. And then they tend to iterate that. And there tends to be about 2000 of those and they tend to iterate that. And then there's about 500 of those. Now, each one is more scarce, therefore more valuable. And you can see how they do their production line and the time that the Testarossa will have maybe seven year lineage, whereas maybe this um, Aventador would have a 10 or 11 year lineage. Um, and so, you, you know, you, the, the, the past and the history will repeat itself. So study the history of business and your passion and profession, and it will give you more of a predictive indicator of the future. Uh, next thing then, before I show you, share the online resources to spot trends, is getting mentors and modeling the successful. So those who are good trend spotters and jumpers on and of trends and leveraging them properly. Um, those who have just built great businesses and iterated their products over time. Coca-Cola used to be medicine. Um, Kodak, of course, they didn't quite um, develop with the times and sort of um, went into trouble, whereas, say, Rolls-Royce did. They went from aircraft into cars when cars became, you know, a big thing. A cars only ever used to be a luxury item. Um, so model the successful. Get mentors who've been there and done it, um, who've been through recessions and cycles, and they can guide you and say, hey, look, I think you're going in the direction, or you know, maybe you want to um, test that first, or um, maybe it's unwise to do what you're doing. All right, cool. So I'll summarize that in a moment for those of you that are just joining. I've done 10 um, ways to spot and leverage trends. So I've found eight resources, which um, they're all good for different things. Um, so test them all to try and spot and search for trends. So one is Trend Hunter, the website Trend, Trend Hunter. Another one is Trend Watching. Another one is Cool Hunting. Then there's moreinspiration.com. Uh, then there's cool business ideas. Then there's the trend spotter. There's the cool list, but that's one L, I think. Uh, and then TED, obviously, the TED Talks is a really good idea of, you know, where these early adopters are that are changing the world. So trend hunter, trend watching, cool hunting, moreinspiration.com, cool business ideas, the trend spotter, the cool list and TED.com. And remember, there's also Google Trends, Twitter Trends. There's the trending on the social media search engines like Facebook, um, etc. Uh, so let me just summarize this for you then, because I'm told that people like the summaries. Um, Ten ways to spot trends and jump in an opportunity and get the biggest um, leverage and the most income and the most customers and the reach and the most viral um, explosion, if you like. 
have a natural curiosity anyway. Because if you ask enough people enough questions, you'll spot common threads that other people don't get because they don't ask deep enough questions. Number two, desire to solve problems, to fix things. Constantly fixing things will uh, create the new opportunities for you. And that's a mindset as much as a skill set. Three, uh, engage in the relevant communities uh, and with your clients and with your complainants uh, and get feedback and listen to people for common threads, for consistencies, for pains, for, um, you know, like where they're focusing their time, their pleasures, uh, what they need, uh, what they're searching to be faster, easier, better. Uh, Okay, get in early, but not too early. Let the early adopters do the expensive testing. Next one is use all the online tools that I've mentioned. Next one is create a minimum viable product before you buy a lot of stock and go big on something that's untested and then you can scale iteratively and you can increase your price iteratively. Decide and move fast once you're in, otherwise you'll miss it. Um, Have a general interest in business and seeking out answers to problems uh, and to the passion and profession that you're in. Study the history and the past of the experienced business owners, entrepreneurs and just the people over time who've been successful. Model their steps and then get good mentors and model the best. So let me remind you of those websites. Trend Hunter, Trend Watching, Cool Hunting, More Inspiration, Cool Business Ideas, The Trend Spotter, The Coolest and TED.com. So get out there, get on the trends in your niche. Don't just follow trends for the sake of it, uh, but when you find one, go all in on it. Over the last 12 years in progressive property, single lets used to be trending and then it was HMO multi-lets and then it was um, converting pubs and then it was kind of commercial projects and Uh, Of course, public speaking and being a personal brand or an influencer and now podcasting. There's always a new thing that people want. There's always a new social media platform um, that's about to explode or exploding or an older one that uh, has a a bit of a, um, what do you call it, an Indian summer or phoenixes from the ashes like LinkedIn did when Facebook changed its algorithm. There's always an opportunity. There's always a tomorrow that can solve your business problems of today. So thanks for tuning in. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Uh, And I'm very excited to announce that we've got some really amazing guests coming soon. Um, The ones I can confirm are coming soon that are booked uh, are Jordan Peterson, um, who's one of the biggest, you know, influencers in the world today. So more books in the last six months than anyone on the planet, including all fiction authors, apparently. And I'm literally about to get in the train to go and see him today. We've got Joe Malone booked, who's obviously amazing in cosmetics and perfume. Um, uh, so that's very exciting. Um, I'll keep the others a secret, but I've got one chap who's got 10.5 million followers on Instagram. He's a, uh, uh, well, he does lots of different things. Um, I've got a chat with the agent of someone who was on Baywatch, probably the biggest star on Baywatch, male star, um, and some other great, amazing guests. Um, so thanks for tuning in to the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast and the live video. Um, if you know other business owners or people who are struggling, please share this with them. You know, I think that we're all one step away from jumping on a, a trend that can really leverage our success. We're all working hard as entrepreneurs. Maybe it's time to work a bit smarter and look at what the opportunities are rather than just digging a hole like a dog with its ass in the air and its head in the ground. So if you think there's anyone that could benefit from this, it could be a great gift to give to them. So please do share it where you think relevant, whether it's on a podcast or whether it's sharing this live video. So thanks again. If you don't risk anything, you risk everything. I've already said that. I'll say it again.